So this is Nerding Daily, and we're going to talk about Zack Snyder's recut version of Justice League. After seeing it, we both went through the full four hours. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Robert and James. It feels like a brand new movie. It it feels just like you can strike the record off of the cobbled together Joss Whedon version, and you can call this at least you know what was intended at first with. Zack Snyder. Yeah, that first movie was so forgettable that when it was when yeah. I watched this one, I was like, "Did I see Justice League?" <laughs> like for the whole first hour, I was wondering, "Okay, maybe I didn't watch it. Maybe I, I'm confusing it with uh, Batman versus Superman because I don't remember any of this stuff." And then I realized, "Oh, they just cut out the whole movie. <laughs> they cut out a lot." Um, <laughs> That initial impressions, James, what did you think of it overall? Okay, overall, I actually liked it this time around. It's mm-hmm. not my favorite movie in the world, but it was still, it was so much better than that first run. I, I could say that. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. So I said this before about the Batman versus Superman. Ugh, I still hate this title. Batman v Superman mm-hmm. Dawn of Justice. Uh, I said the same thing about the director's cut, that it gave more time for all these scenes to breathe. It gave the movie like an extra couple points in my book. It raised a couple points. And this Justice League did the same thing. No, you're right. I mean, for me, the first Justice League iteration was, I wouldn't say forgettable, but you can tell that it was it was tampered with. It was cobbled together, that some things felt very Joss Whedon and some things felt very Zack Snyder ish. And those are two different directors with two different styles of mm-hmm. doing everything, basically. It did not fit. I, I completely um, agree. Yeah. And, you know, for better or worse, like this isn't the best superhero comic book movie or anything. Mm-mm. It's enjoyable, though. Yeah. Even was... though it is four hours. But the the least I can say about it is I'm not a Zack Snyder fan, but at least this one has a complete vision. Right, right. Like you can tell that somebody wanted to make this movie this way. It was cohesive, where the, the other one is disjuncted. Like, after seeing this one, we, we rewatched the old one, just because I wanted to see what, what was there and what was missing. And yeah. to be honest with you, it's like they cut out all the important parts. These little tidbits that you kind of needed to piece the story together. It was like It was like buying a puzzle at a garage sale, and then you finish it, and like, eight pieces were missing <laughs> yeah <laughs> or no you, no even better would even be worse. the eight pieces that are missing mm-hmm. um they put in eight pieces from a different puzzle oh <laughs> and just try to make them fit yeah exactly or you can't finish the puzzle because those are the most eight important pieces that you need to finish <laughs> or that yeah yeah I, I mean it's just yeah looking back on it you can tell that joss whedon was still writing on how he how he directed the first two avengers movies mm-hmm and that worked for uh, the first Avengers, not so much the second. When you have the Justice League do that, it's just like the Justice League is doing their best Avengers impression. Right. Uh, yeah. Which is what you get from the first um, from the first iteration of this. No, so I agree. I, I did not. I did not miss a lot of those things and especially the more sexist things. Oh, um, which, yeah. <laughs> uh, if it happens like, you know, once in five movies that you direct so be it you Mm -hmm. know it's just a funny little thing when it happens in all of your movies like people see like direct comparisons and there's like what happened in avengers and what happened in justice league yep then it's like okay this guy is being sexist the whole bruce banner falling on natasha's boobs Mm -hmm. they copied it 
we did with, with the Flash, Flash and Wonder Woman. Yeah, there was more butt shots with Wonder Woman in the original one. Yeah, like it's just weird little things like that. The um, uh, I'm jumping to the end, but of Joss Whedon uh, crap one. Um, when Superman comes back, spoilers. He's in all the trailers and stuff anyway. Right, so right, right. Real spoiler. Um, but in that one, you remember what he says? Which, Superman's big return moment. I can't remember now. And I just saw it last night. He stops Steppenwolf and he's like, is this guy bothering you? Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, okay. Like trying to be a white knight. No, oh, I gotcha. I forgot. <laughs> is he, I thought he said, is he still bothering you for some reason? No, he's like, is this good? Uh, like he's some like tough guy in a bar trying to be a white knight. Trying to save. And oh, then, gosh. uh, remember, cause he put, he punches, he does that uppercut to Steppenwolf. Right. And then he is like, um, I don't want to fight. I want to save these people. And then he comes back into the fight and basically beats them uh, single-handedly. Like, it was so awkward. It, it was very awkward. It didn't make any sense. Flash fixed- and him running away. Like, we had no clue what was going on there. Yeah. Oh, and then they didn't really explain the whole time dilation phenomenon that happens when the Flash runs the speed of light at all. Like, in the first one, they did. I, I, they explained I it in the second they one. brought it up. No, they didn't. Yeah, no, they it, explain it. They don't bring it up at all in the first one. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like, what's is going that... on right now? I don't know what's happening. Why is he running? What's going on? That would take too much time. <laughs> that would be too interesting. So I guess we can dissect it by part because mm-hmm. there it's six parts in an epilogue, I believe. Yeah. But I, I found it easier. I mean, I watched it all in one sitting anyway, but I found it easier like to kind of separate it into four parts, almost an mm-hmm. hour each. And I don't know about you, James, but it was pretty slow going at first. Like you're huh. trying to set the tone of, OK, this is very soon, maybe a week or a month after Superman has died and Superman's death, like that whole long. That scene with sequence, him yelling no like, and seeing it took forever. It did take forever. But what was good about it, it explained what activated those boxes because yes. we had no idea what why they were activating. We just thought it was because Stefan Wolf appeared. And, yeah. and and you don't even know why he's appearing. You just, all of a sudden he just shows up, and this almost yeah. like explains it. And then they kind of give a good reason for it later, like oh, it's because we our planet's not protected. He was scared of Superman. They kind of give you that. No, they do give it to you. What am I saying? It's like yeah, oh, so okay. I, I mean, for I mean, it was it was kind of hard for me to get through the first hour just because of oh. that. It's 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 dealing with all the repercussions of Batman versus Superman, mm-hmm. and it's it's drawing out this this story. Of course, it can though because it's four hours, right? So it's not too bad of a thing. But there was the most unnecessary uh, exposition in that first hour for me, mm-hmm. and the most unnecessary slow mo. The uh, okay, which Zach one was Zack Snyder. It? Oh my gosh, I know that's a Zack Snyder staple is freaking slow mo all the freaking time, but. <laughs> <laughs> he when he started doing the DC movies, mm-hmm. he should have stopped. He should have really toned it down, just like J.J. Um, Abrams got with the told to tone down the freaking lens uh, flare. Light flare. Yeah, yeah, lens flare. Yeah, that was so <laughs> so ridiculous. They, they should have chosen like uh, very specific moments for that in this, and I mm-hmm. think that that uh, the slow mo was overdone. Right. As well as, I mean, throughout the whole movie, as well as uh, Wonder Woman's theme. Oh, her, the her, her motif. Yeah, her motif is just, it's overkill. Every, yeah. every time she she's in the frame, it, it they have that musical cue. Every time she turns around. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It was just too much. It, it's almost <laughs> like she's their Thor, you know, because they did that with Thor, too, you know. But not that much. Not, not But that they don't much. do it every time. 
Yeah, but they're doing it every time with Wonder Woman, you know? And it's just, it's a lot. So you can already tell, like, these are already Zack Snyder things that he's going to do. The the right. Christ comparison with Superman dying oh, and coming yeah. back. Well, that happens you a lot know? in the comics, too. And then the scene where he's floating above the Earth. Is like, yeah, yeah, with his arms out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that he's, like, really pushing the, the, the symbolic. <laughs> well, he's trying to, and he's yeah, doing that on purpose, because remember what happens in the future. Yeah, with Superman. So I think that's yeah, why it's like a prelude to that. I know, but I just think it's a bit too much. It is. I mean, like it... you, I, I would say just like a more subtle hint at it. But there's nothing uh, subtle is not in Zack Snyder's vocabulary. <laughs> no, it's not. You, you you could do that with the subtlety of uh, the dialogue, the subtlety of action sequences, or the subtlety of um, you know, oh, symbolic, you know, gestures like that. And Zack Snyder just can't do that. And he has he has to show us the thing. Yeah, he has to go to the extreme instead of to... instead of being subtle and 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 hinting around it, beating yeah, around the bush. There's... He's like, no, here it is. <laughs> there's, there's no subtext. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. You know, you just you just have to throw that out the window when you're watching a Zack Snyder film. Right. So the first thing I would tell the audience, if you haven't seen this movie, one, we're going to talk about spoilers. But two, if you're not a Zack Snyder fan, you probably still won't like this movie. Yeah, it's not. You know, people have really hyped it up even before it got officially announced. It was almost it was three and a half years ago that Justice League, the original version, came out. So right. it's been three and a half years of people clamoring like, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. It's blah, blah, blah tone down your expectations mm-hmm. especially if you're not a Zack Snyder fan it's definitely but, yeah. an improvement and I went in with no expectations because my expectations were already low yeah and and then I was like oh wow and that first hour it didn't it didn't bother me I mean there were some good scenes it was uh I knew it was going to be long because I saw how long it was so I, I I was just kind of excited that there was that much more new footage and I was curious to see what he was going to do with it but I do think you're right the, the slow motion scenes and then the 300 slow motion fast scenes slow motion fast scenes were a little overdone it almost kind of reminded me of like the matrix when they kept using uh, you know the yeah. everyone afterwards kept using that camera technology it's like yeah let's not let's not overuse this but i th- i feel like there was a few scenes where it was good and then i was not impressed by it later is is the the whole point i was just making is you know Zack Snyder is still Zack Snyder he's yep. he hasn't he hasn't grown out of these things there's no new and tricks that, and that's okay but i don't know it just felt like the of of the first hour maybe the first half the first 2 hours the editing was kind of all over the place and i can see what they were doing like you he was trying to go in like a fully like chronological order so it wasn't i'm going to jump to this character and it's going to go into this action sequence. Right. It was, I'm going to go to this character because they're in this time and space. And then this character because they're in this time and space right after that. So you do have a lot of cutting back and forth between all the superheroes. Yeah. Which in that first two hours. The good part is, is, at least we got some actual backstories on some characters. We didn't have it because they just had them kind of in the shadows wearing hoodies, stalking people. And we were like, oh, is that, is that who I think that is? Oh, okay. Yep, that's Cyborg we're talking about. Yep, yep, yep which was great. Yeah, like... what did you think about um, uh, Cyborg's... I mean, this is basically a Cyborg origin film. I loved it. I mean, I like... I mean, it's sad. It's a sad story. But it was good to see how he came about. And I think it's a good way to, ex- like, explain the technology. And I, I love... I love the look of Cyborg, and I like the actor who plays him. I think he's a great pick. He fits that role perfectly. And I feel like the chemistry between him, what's his name? Ray Fisher, I think is the actor's mm-hmm. name. 
uh, I think he he fits in great with their other characters. Uh, they're they're a good team. You know, you've got your your Boy Scout uh, Superman, and then you've got your like the softer side of Sears uh, Batman. All of a sudden, or what's going on with that? But <laughs> all of a sudden, he cares. Uh, and you got Wonder Woman. You know, who's goody goody. Uh, and you got Aquaman, who's the bad boy, and then you've got the comic relief, uh, who's the Flash, you know, so, and then he's the smart one. He's like the, uh, logical one. He's like the Spock of the group. I really, I like that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I, I didn't think about it that way. With I mean, the Spock, that's interesting. Yeah, because he communicates and, and thinks more logical, you know, and he, he does all these calculations. It's, it's great to have that balance, in my opinion. Yeah. So. I mean, that's that's true. I mean, it was it was done very well. It was his his story, uh, backstory and ongoing story. Um, that was that was very well executed for me. And they didn't lay it all out at once. So you got tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he got flashbacks. He got good character moments uh, going on into the current story that they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was completely changed from from the original version of Justice League. Right. And it's it's good because yeah, we didn't know anything about him. Um he was kind of like he was still he was more human in that edit. Right. In this one, he's he's hasn't gotten back to civilization yet. Mm-hmm. Like mentally. And he you see him kind of working his way back. Right. And figuring out who he is. It's the whole, you know, methodical journey for him. It's it's sad because it you know, Ray Fisher is not going to work with Warner Brothers ever again. Oh, he's not? Yeah, no, there's this whole oh. thing about him um, calling out Joss Whedon, the president of Warner Brothers and all this stuff. So there, there's no way they're going to hire him again. Oh. <laughs> so this was a good send off at least oh, for man. his uh, one actual movie in, in the D.C. But, you oh, know, where? we basically, you know, got a two for one. We got a Justice League movie and we got a Cyborg movie out of this. Great. Did but yeah, I mean, it, everything was flashed out as a, the relationship with him and his dad and even him and his mom, the flashback yeah. for that. That was heartbreaking. And he even has the um, like a, a, an option later on. It's, it reminded me of kind of like the monkey's paw thing mm-hmm. or the monkey's paw idea in Wonder Woman 84, which was done horribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, if, if you join us, you can have everything you ever wished for. Right. Everything you ever wanted in life. And he has to overcome that and see like... I'm okay with who I am. Mm-hmm. Like that was great. That was legitimately good stuff. Yeah, I agree. I really enjoyed his story. Wow. Now the the Flash. I would say in both versions he is the comic relief, mm-hmm. but <laughs> in this version he actually has a character. He's not yeah. just a two dimensional, you know, quip machine. Right. So yeah they they gave him a bit they gave him a little bit more of a story. They didn't really like do. I mean they kind of briefly do the origin anyway with his dad in jail. They they give you that quick lowdown so you kind of know. And then him him applying for that job that scene with the with the truck. You know you, you see a moment where he meets a girl. You know and they have a moment. Yeah and he steals a hot dog which I thought was funny. <laughs> that was so weird. See that's the. <laughs> That's the major scene I have an issue with the slow mo. It was so long. That it took was... so long, and he was just like he's like staring at the hot dog. He was just staring at the hot dog wiener. I know. I'm like, just take it, man. Just save this girl already. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, this is just too much time. I, it, it felt like a it, it felt like a very watered down, boring Quicksilver moment because Quicksilver, at least, he's moving the whole time, arranging things so that it ends up a certain way, and. 
And I think they were poking fun at that maybe with him taking his time with the hot dog and putting it in his pocket. Oh, <laughs> maybe. 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 But it would have been funnier to me if he like if he was arranging things to be comical and then save the girl at the same time. But and I know that he burns a lot of calories. So if he ate a hot dog while, you know, everything was happening and maybe if he was just eating the hot dog while everything's happening at the last moment, save her. That would have been hilarious to me. Uh, like even putting the fixings on, you know, and he's just standing there like shifting back and forth as all this is happening, you know, that would have been cool. But no, it's just this hot dog. And he's just like staring at It's like, he's just this is all we it, have. And then he's staring at the, he's staring at the woman for way too yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, that that was the, the toughest. At least write moment, your number down and catch up and then maybe give her the hot dog. I don't know. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> Some, something but it does it does have more of him in it does there. yeah like line. more of the actual flash instead of just hey i made a joke i'm here yeah what are and you doing next, in my house <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no no, no quip uh, less quips from flash yeah uh no quips from batman yeah and this one which i'm so glad I'm yeah so glad. like the the flash scene uh where bruce wayne meets the flash that's almost still completely the same yeah almost, almost yeah as as the joss whedon version but it's one scene that is put it's surrounded by all this other context which makes it feel different Hmm. At least to me, it did like in the old version. It was just, you know, something happens. Funny dialogue. This scene, funny dialogue. Next scene, something happens. Funny dialogue. Mm -hmm. Like it was just one scene after another, another of joke, 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 which, yeah, people, uh, people, you know, that are critical of the MCU say the same thing happens there. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's more true to the character is more true, you know, to the world. They don't take anything too seriously. Mm -hmm. obviously especially with Zack snyder's movies in the dceu he takes things very seriously yeah so if this is him toned down at least in the sense of you know at least sometimes it's more a little lighthearted, mm -hmm. then it's okay you know i'm fine with that but when it's you know batman making a quip after superman you know flings him onto the ground yeah that makes yeah that just doesn't that feel doesn't like the right time yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, what else was there? The uh, even the wow, the fight uh, that Wonder Woman, that Diana is uh, talking about, the original fight that happened thousands of years ago. Oh yeah, the Lord of the Rings type uh, battle against uh, the uh, Salamar, or whatever his name is, Salabar. I'm just Salabar. <laughs> well, what's his name? It's well, it's completely changed now because it's um, dark side. Yeah. Now that's what that's the biggest uh, change because it was battle against Steppenwolf, right? Is that his name? Steppenwolf? I think that's his name. Steppenwolf, yeah. And then uh, now, yeah. And, and But, you know, it's weird. It kept sound. This bothered me. It kept sounding like he was saying dark seed to me every time Steppenwolf would, would say his name. Did you notice that? No. It sounded like dark side to me. Oh, weird. I kept thinking I heard dark seed. I'm like, is he, is he saying dark seed? Is that his accent? You're, you're just thinking about how it's written. <laughs> Maybe. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, th that was a, they had some really cool moments with them too. Like with that metal thing and how they melted it. And it was like a communication device. Like, you know talking about? Yeah. and then we actually, uh, he actually got to speak to him at one point. Um, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it makes sense for the hierarchy of, um, how things work is it the planet apocalypse i 
think it is. Yeah, I think it is. It makes more sense if, you know, Darkseid is this ruler of all these worlds that they've conquered. Right. That you, if you're, especially if you've been exiled, you're not going to have, like, say, a direct line to him. To the boss. Right. You have you're, to, like, you're work gonna your way You're going to be talking out. to, you know, someone further down the chain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially if you're trying to prove your worth, you have to, like, follow, you know, protocol. Right, right. And so I, it makes more sense to, to add uh, Dasan and to actually show Darkseid in this one instead of just hint at him in uh, the original version. But the, the, the flashback fight, I mean, I think made it more meaningful. Right. No, no, it did. Absolutely. So it's not Steppenwolf that has a grudge against Earth for losing. It's Darkseid who has a grudge against Earth um, for him losing, being badly wounded. And then later on, finding out that Earth is the one world that has the anti-life equation. Right. And that Steppenwolf found it. Yeah. yeah. Steppenwolf found it. That, and he looked a lot better in this movie. He looked like Liam Nielsen in the last one. Did you ever think that? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> like his face kind of did. Yeah. And he kind of sounds, the actor sounds like him anyway. Um, I think. Uh, it, Kieran. Kieran Hines. Is it Kieran? Yeah, he. I feel like uh, his CGI, like, and I know it's the CGI of the, uh, I don't know what they call the dark uh, side uh, minions. Do you know what they're called? But in the, uh, let me look it up really but, quick. But in the first one, when I first watched this movie and Batman was, uh, remember when Batman's on the roof and he's uh, capturing that, that criminal and one of uh, dark side's minions shows up and then they, they kill him. And then there's those three squares. Well, before they kill him, I was confused when I first saw the movie, I thought it was Firefly, one of Batman's, you know, uh, nemesis uh, reoccurring like criminals. And I thought, Oh, that's cool that they threw that in there. And then I was completely confused when it exploded and it shows for whatever reason, it burns three, boxes on the wall which was really stupid like why would they do that why would they explode and leave evidence of what they're looking for that makes no sense to me just yeah that that didn't make any sense that whole thing and they're like oh this is happening all over the world and you're like what why yeah (laughs) oh it was uh they're parademons that's the parademons thank you i should have known that yeah so yeah going going back to the beginning of uh joss whedon's justice league you don't have any of this build up it's just batman's on a roof um and he's trying to capture a parademon he does it because he gets this criminal scared and parademons uh they feast on fear that's right that's right yeah and then what you're saying is like there was the three circles on the the parademon's back it burns and then explodes and then it shows a picture of the three mother boxes right which why would it do that why would you it Build that into it, it. It makes no sense. No. For one, to it for it explode. Two, for it to have that thing about the mother boxes on its armor. No, that like, makes no sense. They really, and it's possible that they have that much of an interest in it. But I mean, that's a long shot. That they're like, oh, we always wanted these artifacts, so let's put it on our armor. That makes and let's make sure that it burns into things when they explode, so it can leave clues all over town for Batman to find. Makes no sense. Yeah, (laughs) that that was odd. Um, Going 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 back to Steppenwolf though. So um, I did like his new design better. Mm -hmm. Um, His character was better in this one. Mm -hmm um because he has this redemption arc that we never knew about before right and he's he's seeking you know he's just 
he he wants a daddy basically he wants dark side daddy right and that's that's fine like he they even gave him like kind of puppy dog eyes sometimes yeah. oh yeah like there's this need to be accepted yeah, yeah. it's pretty interesting and that's good it, it's um it, it's a very cool way was it um lazarus that did the same thing that betrayed uh god and then wanted redemption no no lazarus just died i'm, and then I'm only happy that. uh let's oh, see okay I'm trying to remember from honestly from Dogma. <laughs> oh, from Dogma. Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, hey, okay, okay. Ben Affleck movie. The one that Matt. Uh, oh, what was his name? Matt Damon played. Is that the character you're thinking of? Well, well. Uh, it was Angel of Death. No, no, no. It was. Oh. Um, well, yeah, it was Angel of Death, but it was uh, Ben Affleck's one. Oh, it was Ben Affleck's character. I can't remember. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in so long. It's still really good. It holds yeah. up. And he was trying to make redemption. That's funny because he was in, he played Batman. So that's kind of funny. Bartleby. 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 Okay. Uh, Matt Damon was Loki. That's right. He was. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of that there's this big like redemption arc with these basically gods or they call it uh, new gods mm-hmm. in this. But yeah, it was. It was it was good to see like you know it's not once again it's not a two dimensional character he's a bad guy just because he's a bad guy right and he's the only bad guy that you see he's the baddest guy that ever bad guyed like it's just it was just so silly in the original one yeah it was. and um I, I I still am not a huge fan of his design mm. it was better yeah but um I mean going back to cyborg too I I was never a fan of cyborg's design in this it's it's it serves its purpose mm-hmm. but it seems like they kind of did the same thing for uh Stephen Wolf in this one where he kind of looks just like a more refined transformer he kind of did yeah <laughs> yeah and his i mean he had a very active armor uh where in the old one it was just silver it was just there and in this one it was like gold and it was like it would move with him it would like react with him so I oh, kind of liked that. He would have it do stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it would actually. Yeah, there there would it would have a it had like this response uh, mechanism to it, like it was living armor. So I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. I still felt like his design anyway is not my favorite. Um, he looks like a hammerhead shark to me. I mean, that I, I think that part's cool, but, but it should have just been all black instead of chrome. Oh, okay. Yeah, something That's darker would have been cool. Yeah, but it yeah. seemed like every it seemed like even the uh, parademons were gold too. Did you notice that? And the, I think they were silver in the first one. I think uh, they changed a little. I thought they looked the same. I, I don't remember seeing any gold. I, maybe it was just <laughs> the, the lighting that they used on them or something. It could but, be. Um, they look the same to me. Really, the only time you see them in light is when they're attacking the Amazons. Oh, yeah, that's true. And that was a pretty long scene. That was a, that was a long scene. You got the that was one of those that you got the gist of it in the original version, which it did okay. Mm-hmm. But this one was more like the extended um, cut of that same scene, right? And it does add a little more heft to it because uh, the queen is there, like you know, actively trying to save um, you know her army. But it still, you know, it still has the same end result. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see a lot of blood since this is an R rating, right? Which is kind of cool. So it does, you know, show you that this is not, you know, someone to be trifled with. This is a serious matter. People are dying. Like people are getting really messed up with Aquaman's scenes. Mm-hmm. Gosh, even even with him, less quippy, less of a jokester, right? Uh, especially with the, you know, his his introduction with Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, basically a screw off, do not disturb me. Right. Instead of, hey, Mr. Bat, blah, 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 blah. I hear you talk to fish. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. That seemed like so high school to me. Yeah, it felt very like, like two bullies picking on each other. It was it was totally trying to be like the Cyclops uh, Wolverine relationship, and and that's not really the two that should be that way. It should be Superman and Aquaman if you want that, <laughs> in my opinion. Or Wolverine and Cyclops. <laughs> or Wolverine and Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it with that's that. Their dynamic. <laughs> but I mean, gosh, as 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 much stuff as came, that came out with uh, Amber Heard, it was still kind of a bummer to see her. Like she just she like we we know all this stuff is true about her being like abusive and stuff and she's i mean i guess most of her stuff was already shot but they still shot some new scenes with her which bothers me oh they did uh amber heard uh mira oh mira i'm so sorry i I thought you were talking about someone else uh one of the um uh amazonians yeah because she she kind of looked like one of them i apologize oh okay yeah, no, she, um, well, she has an accent now, which she didn't have in uh, Aquaman or the first cut of this, um, which is kind of weird. It's almost huh. uh, Scottish, almost, it sounded like to me. But yeah, she shot a, a few more scenes, so it's kind of one of these things like uh, Ray Fisher, you know, he talks smack about Warner Brothers, he's gone. Right. Amber Heard has an ongoing investigation about, you know, abuse and all this other stuff, which I, I usually don't like to get involved in this in reading this stuff. But sometimes it's just everywhere and you can't, you know, avoid it. really hide from it. Yeah, you can't avoid it. So it just it kind of bums me out that she's being given another chance and he Ray Fisher will probably never do it. It's oh. all how you approach it. and I guess it's all about who you have connections with. But still, there's some people that. You know, you could have just cut her out of the whole film. She didn't really do much. Right. She didn't. She she doesn't have like she's not in it that much, actually. Yeah. Even if they gave her more like I forgot about her. I thought she was one of the mo- Amazonian models. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How awful is that? Yeah. Oh, well. But like uh, they added Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Which which I thought, you know, he had more gravitas. Well, and I was surprised when he when he showed up. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Because. You know, you got him and uh, Jameson, who plays, uh, uh, what's his name, J.K. Simmons, right? That plays... Uh, 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 J.K. Simmons uh, plays Gordon. Gordon, yeah. Which I thought was so cool, because they were both in Spider-Man together, you know? And I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. They're mm-hmm. both in this movie now. That's so cool. Um, he's he's funny, too, as a as Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Just He does well, but like for me, he will always be James <laughs> He's born to play that role. <laughs> well, I'm glad that he plays this differently, though. You yeah, know, he doesn't. Well, yeah, they don't try to have him photocopy that. Well, and he's the complete opposite. I mean, because, you know, yeah. he's on the side of Batman, not not trying to capture him. So that was cool. Well, he's just more like uh, he, he's not as outspoken as J. Jonah. Right. That's true. You know, J. Jonah is such a loud blowhard and, and Gordon's never been that really. Um, which, yeah, we even got a little bit more of him, which mm-hmm. is good. Like it shows purpose to actually hiring like these big celebrities, these big actors to, to do these small parts. So right. it was good to have him and Willem Dafoe show up. Willem Dafoe's scene with Aquaman. It was, you know, it, that served his purpose. You don't really need Mira. Nope. Um, it's more set up for, uh, with JK Simmons, it's more set up for what's going on in Batman's side. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, every everything just, you know, the the story being told like in full for all these characters, like really did pretty much everybody a benefit. Right. I think. No, I agree. I really do. Um, Even for smaller characters like them. So it was it was interesting to see that it was good to see that. And especially, yeah, it's four hours. Of course, you're 
gonna find time with four hours to you know show these smaller characters so and and I, I was really happy to see and I was surprised um that they actually added Martian manhunter uh, eh. see and I, I liked it because uh I know he's a major part of of Justice League you know and it was good that they're starting to introduce a character who's there and they're not even aware of this guy and and he's already m- manipulating uh his way in behind the scenes or encouraging like because you know he has that he's that uh secret meeting with uh lois lane to encourage her to get back to writing or whatever is that what that was about i i think it was just more for yeah i mean that's that's the short version of it right but he wants her to get back into the world and to not give up on hope which is like a main thing of you know she didn't want to give up on superman so i i guess it was Good. I I thought his character was completely unnecessary. It was nice for like a fan service perspective right. to see Martian Manhunter in a movie finally, but it didn't really serve a purpose. It was um it was the same actor that played a military guy in Man of Steel though. Right. So yeah, it's like I guess there was a fan theory that he was somebody important back when Man of Steel came out, and Zack Snyder kind of joked at it, like, oh, well, maybe. Let's make him and some so this. it's it's good to see him follow through on that. Yeah. But it's still, like, it, it, that's felt like fan service to me. Like, yeah, hey, your theory about it was true. Look at this. But it was, I mean, his design was cool. It was cool seeing him. It was. At, and at, at least there's that. And he introduced himself in, in the, at the end with to, to Bruce Wayne. So it was kind of like... Oh, okay. I see where this is going. See, half of the epilogue, I, I could have done without. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. That did go a little too long. Like, it could have ended right before that. And they could have just done that as an end credit scene. I know. I know. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. So, the, 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 the main story segments, like, if you want to go for, like, the simplest way to tell the story is... The Justice League is trying to stop Stephen Wolf from getting these three boxes. Right. So that that basic of a story is still there. Um, but adding on um, Cyborg's backstory, um, adding on, you know, more of the turmoil that everybody's going through. Um, that these boxes aren't just destructive. They're, all, they're a source of power and that power can be used to destroy yeah. the world or to recreate matter, uh, which yes. they show that with. Exactly. With uh, Cyborg, which I really liked. Yeah. So it's reconstructed matter with Cyborg. And he explains it perfectly in this one that, you know, it it made him who he is and it can Mm -hmm. help save Superman. It can bring those molecules back. Which makes it more cohesive because in the the first one, I'm like, what the heck are they doing? What is going on here? I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. They just they just kind of gloss over that with like a lot of quick dialogue Mm -hmm. in the first edit. And it's. Yeah, you really understand a lot more in this one. You do, yeah. Now, of course, we all know Superman comes back to life. Mm-hmm. It's no surprise. How do you think that they handled it, James, in this version? Yeah, so I feel like the I'm angry you brought me back to life. Superman is weak in both stories. I would have liked it better if it was more like the Lazarus pit where they or have a moment of like madness. You know, and, and it takes they have to be smacked out of it. And of course, Superman has to be smacked pretty dang hard. But instead, it's Lois Lane who calms the Hulk, in my opinion. <laughs> it's the you know what I yeah. mean? It's like trying to calm the Hulk down. Um, I just I don't buy it. I don't buy that. Well, that's the same thing that he that Zack Snyder really did with Man of Steel. 
is that he made Lois Lane such an integral part mm-hmm. that she was in like all the important scenes in Man of Steel. Right. It was too much. And it happens again in here. It, she's totally his kryptonite. It's awful. Yeah. She, uh, she's like the only weakness of Superman in this, in this world. Mm-hmm. Cause there's no kryptonite in this movie. Right. So of course she's the one that brings him back to reality. Uh, so he's not in this craze anymore. And then the, the, the visions that we already got that Bruce Wayne already got in man is, uh, Batman vs Superman, Flash is saying, Lois is the key. Lois is the key. Right. So we know that she's going to play an even bigger part. It's, it's getting a little tiring. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that they're making her this like really uh, key figure. And then I did I did like that they changed him smacking around Batman because that smack would have killed Batman. I don't care how much armor you have. Uh, and then they changed it to the laser, the laser beams. Uh, and, and he just happened to have the right material that Alfred made to absorb it. Not what, two days before that. <laughs> yeah. See that, that was a good setup. That was a good setup. Yeah. That was a good setup. And this was the payoff is mm-hmm. you don't have Batman making a quip and Superman just tossing him around and punching him. Right. Which of course Batman would die from. Oh, he would totally Superman has Superman usually has restraint. So he doesn't do that. Yeah. But if he's in a craze, then he totally would kill Batman. That would have totally yeah, Batman would have been just jelly in a shell. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, that first movie, I was just like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't even break a rib. Are you kidding me? It did. Yeah. It did keep a uh, the one probably the best scene in the original edit. They did keep that during the Superman fight, where the Flash is trying to run around him, and Superman just and turns he just his head looks and with sees his eye. The Flash. Oh yeah, that is so good. That is so and just, good. And see, that's a good slow motion moment. And then you yeah. have it cut to the Flash's re- reaction to that. And he's just terrified. Oh, yeah. Like, that's still a good scene. It's that very is still good. a good scene. That still got me. Yeah, I like that scene very much. So where he's yeah. holding back all three and then the eye just follows. <laughs> and yeah. they make eye contact and the Flash is like, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good scene. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh uh, cyborg wonder woman and aquaman they're not a one and done like you don't just hit them once and they're down like right. in the original version right they come back and they're still trying to stop superman from you know fighting batman which was which was great it was oh and the flash the flash even ran into aquaman in this one like everything has like higher stakes because you're you're letting it have more time to breathe yeah i agree i think that they that's where they that's where this cut was done correctly it, it, it's yeah. just a better I mean it, they should have just done this in the first place I don't care if a movie's for hours if it's good this one this one didn't bother me actually um, it didn't feel I, I still think that without the without as much slow mo and with just a few choice cuts you could probably cut down, cut it down to three and a half hours oh probably and it would, I think it would be even better or like you said get but, rid of the epilogue and maybe just you know get rid of most of the epilogue yeah yes. yeah that there was that that one scene is just when are we going to get to this so we can talk about it? <laughs> all, right. all right, so Super, Superman is resurrected. Yeah, he's in this madness. Lois gets him out of the madness. They fly off to the farm right. to Martha's farm that's been uh, foreclosed, and he starts to get his his visions back. He starts to get, excuse me, his history back, mm-hmm. and he realizes, you know that Lois Lane is this important to him. And, you know, he also has a duty to, you know, earth. 
So he gets back into it. Um, we get a lot more of uh, uh, Batman and, and his tech, which gives more of a purpose to Cyborg. Right. Which was nice. Um, and ju- instead yeah, of and just then, Cyborg showing up and being like, nice to meet you. I'm taking over this bat robot thing. Oh, oh, we got to talk about the third box because originally the third box was just taken behind their back when Superman was in a craze. That's right. That's right. So Cyborg's dad in this version gets the box and he he goes on a suicide mission. Yep. And it's 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 so weird because we don't know what's happening at the time. It's just like he has a death wish. Right. That he shoots his laser and uh, tries. It looks like he tries to get to explode it's like he's trying to destroy it yeah yeah but he just he's in the chamber together with the cube and he just disintegrates seven wolf gets the cube Mm -hmm. yeah seven wolf gets the cube uh damages cyborg pretty bad like this brings up the stakes but yeah he did it because he basically put a heat signature on it so you can find out where those mother boxes are going so smart yep yeah the way to track it and yeah. All right. So going into the, the final action scene, they're going to the same town that it was before in the first edit. Mm-hmm. There's no people, though. There is no village. There's no people left. They say that it still has uh, radioactive levels, which is good. 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 Mm-hmm. The the plan to uh, get through this shield that he's that Seven Wolf has put around the city makes sense. And. Bat- Batman basically, you know, shoots his way in, gets everybody in there. You know, he he goes through, you know, and destroys a lot of his stuff. His his Batwing or whatever the carrier is falling apart. His Batmobile is falling apart. Then the cavalry comes in. Then they have, or they already talked about this plan of the Flash is going to go the speed of light, which they right. brought up when they're resurrecting Superman. And they already kind of explained so, it and how it works, so you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And he's breaking they, a rule. They didn't bring it's, up at all in the original. And it's a personal rule he's breaking. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. You don't have scene of uh, Aquaman pre-fight um, talking about how beautiful oh, right. and amazing Wonder Woman is. Yeah, I forgot about which that. Which was really weird. It was it weird. Was, it it didn't was weird fit. back in the day. Yeah, it like, didn't fit. Yeah. True. But no, you have actually everybody like bringing their A game. And they're and Wonder Woman's in it more in a serious fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the chanting with Wonder Woman's in it more. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, and the stakes that. are high because you've got uh, the Flash. He's trying to run his and hold it, and 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 uh, Cyborg struggling to to pull it apart or to get to it. I don't even remember. And, and Stephen Wolf comes and kind of interrupts that, and then Flash gets shot or something in the in the ribs. Yeah. And he's got to wait for it to heal. And yeah. he's like embarrassed. He's like ashamed. Yeah. Because he feels like he's failed. And he's like, come on, hurry up and heal. <laughs> and it looks bad. It looks really yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was uh, Cyborg has to tap into the cubes first. Right. Uh, so they can be torn apart. That's right. Instead of like the once... first one, it was just Superman and Cyborg pulling them apart and it's over. You're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But they, these cubes, once they uh, combine, they become the singularity and that will change uh, how all of the fi- the whole face of the Earth right. um, will look. It'll look like um, apocalypse, basically. So, 
yeah, you have to interface with them first. Okay. To do that, you have to have as much power as possible that the Flash can do. Right. So it puts all the stakes on him. He's embarrassed. And yeah, I mean, things go south. Well, and he shows up late. Superman shows up and they try their best and they all basically die for a little bit. Yeah, that's and then, what I'm saying. And then the, the Flash, Flash is really making it. And as he comes close, that time reversal starts to happen, which is so cool. Such a good concept, actually. It wasn't what I like is it's not overdone. Time no. travel and, and stopping time and going back in time is is done so much in movies. Yeah. But this is something that they relied on it. It's yes. Just with but seconds. It wasn't like a whole, whole 15 minute thing about, oh, my gosh, this is how the Earth is now. Now I got to go back and change it. It was an instant like I messed yeah. this up. I have time to fix this right now. They show it happen like as he's running, yeah. which is great. It's visually yeah. communicated well because you see how it ate the earth and yeah. it changed it. And then he comes and it changes it back. It is perfect. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I liked that yeah. part. You know, that was good. So, yep. and oh my gosh, Steppenwolf took a freaking beating. <laughs> yeah, he did. And it was much better ending than, than having his fear. Uh, what are they calling it? The parademons. The parademons just um, eat him. Because yeah, because he's afraid that now. He feels now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on. Because of Superman. Right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That, that was too much. That was. But, but they, they did him dirty. They oh, did. Gosh. Yeah, like he lost his uh, one of his horns again. And then that ending, I mean, we got the, the blocks apart. And then you got the open door to his master. And they get to see each other. And they're looking at each other. Uh, Superman sees Dark. Dark side, and they're all looking. And then Wonder Woman, she just cuts his head off and kicks it in. Or did they kick the whole body in with the head off? I can't remember. Aquaman threw it, and Wonder Aquaman Woman cut off the threw head. Him so it was still he flying. The head. Nah, that was perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect assault. It's like it's like uh, burning a, 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 a dog of poo and ringing Dark Side's uh, doorbell and running away. That's what it's like. <laughs> oh, a, a bag of dog poo. <laughs> yeah, a, dog, a bag of poo. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what movie is that? Adam Sandler does that. I can't remember. I mean, I don't know all of them. It's Billy Madison. Sandler. Yeah, I think it's really, yeah, all of them. <laughs> but but um, see, that's one of those things that's that's one of those scenes that's a good setup for if they ever did a Justice League two. Yeah, that the the pieces are set on the board. Mm-hmm. That they know what it is they'll have to do next time. They know that Steppenwolf is just a small part in this ongoing story, and they've seen they they know Darkseid now. Yeah. So that was good. That that was a good way to to step it up to a theoretical part two. Agreed. I don't think that they'll do that um, with how much money they invested in this in the first place, and then invested in the Snyder Cut. Uh, but you know, you can be hopeful. Yeah, one can hope. Yeah. But just like every superhero movie with the end of the world scenario, or almost every superhero movie, everything goes back to normal after that. They save the day. Perfect. They're heroes. Cyborg doesn't say booyah. Nope. Good. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> like he did in the first one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ugh. James, we got to talk about that epilogue. Okay. So it's fine showing all the characters going back to their normal lives. Clark Kent goes back to work, goes back to the farm. Uh, uh, Bruce Wayne saves the farm. Sure the, saves the farm. Yeah, that's fine. Things are going back to normal. Cyborg is getting back into the world. The Flash is 
uh, you know, showing off that he's going to help his dad out of prison. Yep. Gets a job in criminology or some crime lab. I don't remember. Yep. Yep. And Star Labs. The Yeah. Yep. Janitor, whatever. Whatever <laughs> the, the position Labs. is. It's the lowest one. That's all I know. Uh, but... <laughs> I know what you're talking about, James, and it's the it's the nightmare. It's the nightmare scene. Yes. It doesn't make sense to me. Like he's not right. psychic. <laughs> we had one of these nightmare scenes, or right. maybe two, in Batman vs Superman. Right. And it's this whole post apocalyptic future where Superman has lost all hope, all humanity, he's given up and he's basically become uh the king of Earth. Right. And there's no going against his will. He'll just murder you. He'll flat out murder you. But, James, do you want to set up this scene with this nightmare? So they, they have, like, a, a Batman has, like, a crew, like a vigilante crew now. It's And it wasn't even Sons of Batman this time. It was, like, a bunch of different. It's like a mix. It's almost like a suicide squad. And they're ch- they're chatting. And then all of a sudden you hear the Joker's laugh or some, you, someone's laugh. I mean, you know it's Joker. And he starts talking and he's giving Batman this whole like lecture lecture. Like it's a, and it doesn't even like, it doesn't fit anything. And then he, he knows his identity and he's going to give him a, a true spruce card. As long as you have this card, you know, we have a truce going on. So don't lose it. Basically. I mean, I feel like it was so unnecessary and he looks terrible. Like I I didn't, I I was, I was kind of glad to see Joker. And then at the end of the scene, I was like, no, I didn't. Need, I, I I don't need Joker in this, and I don't need the scene. <laughs> exactly. So the scene was completely necessary. The only setup that we had before the scene was the uh, mid-credits scene in the original cut, where um, Lex Luthor is not in prison; he's right. actually on a boat. Uh, Slade Wilson goes to see him, aka. Uh, oh my gosh! I almost said Deadpool. Everybody yeah. does that. Deathstroke. Yeah, de- Deathstroke. Yeah. Uh, that was the only setup because Deathstroke is in this nightmare scene too. At the very end, yeah. That's yeah. Right. I mean, the beginning. It's uh, Deathstroke. I don't what? know who the lady is. That's Mira. Oh, is that Mira? I didn't recognize yeah. her. Oh, yeah, okay. Death, Deathstroke, Mira, um, the Flash, Batman, and the Joker. Okay. Which, okay, in a post-apocalypse setting, okay, it's not going to be your A-team. Some of your A-team is dead. Right. That's understandable. Some of these are lower tier, like Mira. And with Superman hitting everyone, you're all going to be on the same side at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, heroes have fallen. You know, it's just going to be whoever they can gather up, which, okay, fine. They And they could have had the, the Joker in there. It's the, the dialogue. Seems like it was so tacked on in that one. It was weird. That it, it, it sticks out like a sore thumb because mm-hmm. everybody is saying these things that are it's super, like, it's, it's super rough, like, they're trying to say something like really important, but they're not really saying it. It's beating around the bush too much instead exactly. of showing us the thing again. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so it's the other way. <laughs> yeah. But they keep saying, they keep talking about her and we know Lois Lane cause it, it, he shouldn't have let her die is what he says, I think. And you know, it's Lois Lane because she's always the key, right? She was the key, the key. from yeah. the flash, you know? So is the flash from the future bringing Bruce Willis or Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, these uh, uh, visions—they don't explain that. They didn't. They don't. Like, they kind of hinted that in what uh, Batman versus Superman. You kind of get yeah. that idea that it's the Flash from the future, but we don't know. 
Well, he had the same in this nightmare scene. He had the same suit. So right. it's supposed to be him trying to send a message to the past, but he goes too far back. Right. right so right. Oh, that's right. Uh, it, it's all for the sake of setting this up, mm. which is fine, which is fine. I'm OK with that. But, you know, once again, they might they will probably not have a Justice League, too. No. But the other part of it is, yeah, the Joker is so tacked on. The dialogue for everybody is horrible, but especially horrible with the Joker. Jared Leto is still the worst Joker. They it was so weird. They got rid of all his stupid tattoos. Mm -hmm. They got rid of his horrible laugh and got an even worse laugh. Mm -hmm. So instead of a uh, 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 it was more like uh, he, he still has the silver teeth. Still has the silver teeth. Yep. Um, the makeup is just like haphazardly put on, not in a cool way like Heath Ledger. No, it was it like was a just mess. Like, it, was, it was almost like one of those like uh, face paint filters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on Snapchat. Yeah. Like it was it was almost that bad. Oh. But no matter what dialogue they try to edge in there about Joker killing one of the Robins. Who knows? I don't know. Well, no, be I don't know. Well, because in Batman vs Superman, it was a, it was a Robin costume. It was like a regular Robin costume. It oh, wasn't. it was. Oh, okay. But we don't know. We don't know. And they, you know, they could go back on this. The this universe, this DC universe, they don't have the most logical, like the most logical. Uh, they don't have know, a time, Bible. Time jumps, so yeah. So you know, it, it could be any of them. But like that was like a nice little thing. A nice little zing that Joker gave Batman. Is why would you send a boy to do a man's job? Oh yeah, they, he did say that. I forgot he said that. So that's that's like a nice little jab that that's that's like a nugget of something that the Joker, like the real Joker, would say. Right, right. In did, my yeah. eyes, Jared Leto's Joker is still not the real Joker. No, this was. It felt more like just to appease Jared Leto because he has he has such a hissy fit about Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Oh right. Like instead of fan service, like with Martian Manhunter, they have, you know, Jared Leto service. Uh, like, that's honestly what it felt like. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, I could have done without that scene, actually. I, I, that, and when I first saw it, I was kind of excited. And then as that conversation went on and when they started showing more of his face, I was like bummed out. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it was fair enough to end on the deathstroke scene yeah it would have been that would have that still been good that would have been fine right him him yeah that would have been perfect mm -hmm. whatever i i think that's everything i mean oh they, i mean they had other uh heroes that popped up they had zeus in the flashback which they was kind of did cool. yeah and they had uh uh one of the uh green lanterns well mm -hmm. they actually showed his face this time right they they had him in just like a, a quick little snippet in the earlier version. I think you just saw him die and then his ring floated away in the earlier one. <laughs> he he flied up he flew up in the background. Yeah. And then yeah, he died and the, the ring flew up. Because I it. think uh I think Stefan tried to grab it and it was like flying away and he's like, Oh okay, and it just kept fighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Darkseid actually tried to take it, which was kind of funny. In this one, yeah, and, uh, which was cool. Yeah. And uh yeah, Zeus and Ares, the gods, which Ares is the the bad guy from the first Wonder Woman movie. I thought that was a cool little callback. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Like like this is all world building. 
it's still taking into the continuity of the other movies, no matter how good or bad they are. Right. It's still, you know, is is doing, I wouldn't say it, you know, completely properly, but it is doing world building. Yeah, at least there's some of that going on. And that's fun. That always makes it that always makes a movie more fun. That does make me more interested in who this Green Lantern person uh, alien was. Right. And where that ring went. Yeah. I'm not saying I want another Green Lantern movie yet. No. After the last one. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's still, you know, it's still being more true to the comics that this is how Green Lanterns actually are. They actually would be in that fight. It has the lore of the comics, at least in it. It might not always get the characterization right, especially with Batman having big machine guns on the Batmobile and killing people. But, you know, at least with some of the lore, they get it right. <laughs> so... All right. So, so in my book, you know, like I said, just with Batman and Superman, two notches up with the director's cut compared to the original cut. Yeah, and, I would agree. Yeah, I would say that's a face. So it's worth a watch. I, I would say it's a, a safe assessment, and I would, and then if you if you remotely liked that first one, you'll probably really like it. Right, like this, uh, this one a lot. If if you didn't like the first one at all and it was forgettable, it'll be a whole new movie to you. Um, yeah, because that's what happened it's to a, me. It's a it's a chance to start fresh. Yeah, honestly. It is. So as long as you're not like a a diehard, I hate Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm almost there. You're almost but there. <laughs> as long as you're not that, then you'll you'll get something out of it at least. Right. It's not perfect. It's not the best superhero movie by far. No. But it's one of the more enjoyable ones from DC. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess I guess that's it. I guess this concludes this episode, Nerding Daily. Um, we'll figure out what we're gonna do next time. See you. See you.